Welcome to Enrichment on the Go, hosted by me, Tanya Lofty. I have a love and passion for children. I have a master's in early childhood studies, plus over 15 years of experience in the child care industry. Oh, and did I mention I was a mother as well? I understand what it's like as both a parent and educator, and that's why I created this show. Let's get enriched. When you teach your child to effectively communicate, I mean, I've had children come in my program and they're cursing at three. And I'm like, okay, something's happening at home. So we have a little bit of a word here. So what I'm saying is if you're upset, parents, dang, dang nabbit, or oh my goodness, they're sponges. They are literal sponges. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're doing, I've seen some really bad behaviors Mm -hmm. that have been modeled. But we want to do is equip you all as parents, or if there are things that you know that you want to do or you're doing, that you be very mindful of what the child is saying. Mm -hmm. I think that's because that positive- And you can correct yourself too. That's good. Like, let's say you did slip up, controlling, and this whole time, like, just coming, because I know the first time my mother told me she was sorry, I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Parents Parents get it wrong. Yes, yes you do. do get it wrong. So if you're listening, yeah. So if you're listening and you think about things that you may have said or done that could have possibly like hurt your child, I think that's yeah. Like you, you can go and apologize and show them the corrected behavior. In regards to health and development, vaccinations are are very important for our little ones. I always give the analogy to my parents that vaccines are like seatbelts. So you would never put your baby in the car without having them properly, you know, strapped in and making sure that they're safe. And so as we go out into the world, we want to make sure that our little ones are safe. Now, there's a lot of hesitancy and rightfully so in regards to especially minorities like African-Americans, Hispanic, Latinos with the healthcare system in us. We have a really, really shady past with with healthcare. So with things like yeah, like things like the Tuskegee um, experiment, Henrietta Lacks, and so there is this level of distrust that we have. And so I always explain to my parents, like, look, we do for the most part, right? Because there's always somebody somewhere that's going outdo that's that don't have the right heart. But especially us that deal in pediatrics, we absolutely love what we do. Everything that we give in terms of vaccinations, so your DTAP, like all of these things are critical. They're the seatbelt, right? And so it's really, really important that we get our vaccines. We do so on schedule. And any questions that you have, there's a couple different tools that I always point my parents to. And a couple things that I want you to know. We schedule vaccines. There's so much in the behind the scenes that parents don't see when we when we talk about vaccination. So there's the American Academy or the American group of immunization practices. They're called ACIP. So they sit down and we schedule out and talk, you know, this is what's needed at this age based on diseases that we see. So six months, your baby gets what's called a, a Hib vaccine and Hib protects from upper respiratory infections and ear infections. That's important for 
kids that age, right? But if you come in at 16 and we're doing a, a, a shot catch up, you don't necessarily need a hip. You've been <laughs> you've been exposed. And so there, you know, there's age requirements and all of these different facets that go into it. And then everything that we give, we have to scan them, write down the lot number, expiration number, who gave it, where you gave it to. So there's a lot of safety um, precautions in the background. Let's discuss five areas that you should be looking for as a parent. We're going to look from a parent's perspective in this episode, and we really want you to know what to look for. So let's talk about relationships, Dr. Campbell. What should they look for in regards to relationships when looking for a center? Well, one of the things that you uh, mentioned, uh, how friendly are the staff members? Is it an open and welcoming environment? That is a key. It has to be as warm as as home. You you want children to feel as though this is a place that I want to go back to tomorrow to see my friends. Oh, or I want to see Miss Jane, my favorite teacher. It's a place where you want to be able to see that a relationship can be built and a place where the relationship can be sustained. Mm. You are not looking for, first thing I want to know, Ms. Lofty, how long have uh, you been at Loving Hands? Mm-hmm. And if you tell me I've only been here three weeks, that kind of uh, is a red flag. If you tell me you've been there 10 years, oh, that mm-hmm. gives me a different picture of you. But some centers do have issues. Mm-hmm. And, and daycare homes or child care facilities, whatever you want to call them, have issues with staff turnover. Absolutely. You want to look for those that can maintain staff. Mm-hmm. That gives me as a parent the, at least a picture that the, the, uh, the staff are happy working there. Absolutely. That's important. That is important. I want to know. Will my child be able to build a relationship with a person who's going to be there throughout my child's tenure in this daycare, home, facility, center, however we want to frame it? Mm -hmm. So that's important. Let's talk about the electronics for a moment. Electronics. Let's turn off the iPads and the cell phones because cognitively, that's not how they learn. Can you talk about that? I certainly can. It's one of my favorite issues. Yes. We have parents, we, grandparents, me, overexposed our children to, 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 to electronics, and we al- allow ourselves to be sold on, on that. Children can be exposed uh, a little bit too much. Children, let me say, need to be exposed to it to understand how it works and how it fits into their lives and what they do. But what we have done in some cases, overexpose it, overuse it, Mm -hmm. allow our children to take over and run with it. And we can't talk to them because they've got their head in the phone on some game. Absolutely. It, again, electronics is part of our part of our world now. But as parents, we need to set and here's that key word limits on these types of things. We have to set and here's the, the, the other word rules when it comes to these yes. Types of <laughs> and here's the next one. Limits, rules, monitor. Know what your children are viewing or texting or whatever they're doing. And some of these younger children are just as adept at it as a 15-year-old. Absolutely. Monitor. Put 
the monitors on because they can easily stumble into something that they shouldn't be just by playing around with the thing. Absolutely. Monitor limit rules, making sure that they understand what this equipment is all about and don't let them get into to materials that they're not ready for. And you have to monitor. Okay, if you're going to allow them to, to do it, you set limits, you set rules, and you monitor. Okay, you can have your, your iPad, because my grandkids have iPads. Mm-hmm. From But speaking of that, what my daughter loads onto that are educational material absolutely okay that's good they mm-hmm. just cannot go willy-nilly out into the wherever this stuff comes from no she's loaded onto their ipad educational materials thank you for listening to enrichment on the go the premier podcast for parents of young children if you enjoyed our discussion on this episode and want more tips resources and activities for your children Visit our online resource center at www.enrichmentonthego.com. That's www.enrichmentonthego.com.